0: Welcome back to episode two of the Winter Stays On podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. First thing I want to ask, why the Stanley Cup hat?
1: So I said, uh, maybe it was the intro podcast or episode one. Not sure exactly which one, but I'm just going to be wearing different hats throughout different episodes. Might be wearing a hat, some episodes might not. But we have a variety of hats in the studio and then also just in our just closet and collection so this is a stanley cup hat not really sure where it came from i think you
0: actually got it It actually came from my friend friend who got me the hat because he is a diehard hard penguin sand and that's when they won the stanley cup in 2017
1: yeah don't expect much hockey talk on this podcast unless they actually well the know, stanley cup's up so yeah there's not much i know about hockey except like ovechkin and crosby and icing i don't even know what that is
0: it's like when you put like, clear the puck down. You can't just clear it and then, like, run onto it. So, if you clear and, like, the uh, the team that cleared it doesn't get down to a certain point in the ice, they call it an icing. Kind of. It's cool. It's not a very good definition, but that's kind of the best I can do. So, thank you for telling me why you're wearing the hat. Um,
1: why the jersey? My jersey, Panthers fan, obviously.
0: I'm going jersey because I'm a Blazers fan.
1: Yeah, I just. I also to, didn't have
0: another shirt to wear.
1: I chose the jersey just because. I had another North Carolina shirt today, and it might have been the same exact one I wore in episode one, so I wasn't going to wear it again. That's fair. Didn't want to really want to look like we are recording a podcast
0: on yeah, the same would, night. Gary Trent Jr., is Gary Trent Jr. jersey. It's Obviously, a vintage. Obviously, everyone knows he's in Toronto now, but nothing wrong with GTJ. Um, so yeah, but yeah, Bla- Blazer fan, that's why I'm wearing it. So first thing we want to talk about today, after that little spiel, spiel is the MLB All-Star game is tonight. NL versus AL. Otani's on the mound, going against Scherzer. Yep. Those are the starters now in the All Star game. You know, if you start, you're probably pitching the first, and then that's it. Maybe, maybe yeah, the first, since, yeah. Maybe the second.
1: I'll be interested to see how long Otani is, and just the game in general. Probably get like two
0: at bats, and if he pitch gets, two innings, maybe. If he gets taken out, um, they said you can still bat as a DH. Okay. Um, but All Star game tonight. What are you looking for? Just some fun. When it Sunday. comes to
1: the All Star game, I mean. You obviously want to see some good baseball you want to see which guys perform the best under like the big spotlight but i mean just a cool atmosphere is awesome like the home run derby last night the atmosphere was amazing mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see which players get the most play time because you got guys like tatis and Guerrero jr who are arguably the best players in their young leagues stars and young stars but then you got guys like chris taylor who can play multiple positions so is he going to play five innings or six innings a night so it'll be interesting to see who wins mvp given the fact that that's based really on unless you really make it make your one at bat maybe two at bats worth it it's going to come down to honestly who just gets the most opportunities to make plays because these are all guys that do make plays
0: that's true and i don't know for me just the all-star game tonight is all about fun like i don't really it is interesting. I'm not sure. Do they still do home game advantage in the World Series for the winner of this? They used to, for sure.
1: I'm assuming they still do, because the only reason that hasn't been a factor
0: in the past years. is because I mean, we didn't it, have the All Star. It game. gives the All Star games some merit. Kind of gives them something to play for. Yeah. Especially yeah. like if you're Tatis, I mean, why not go ahead and try to win if the Padres who are one of the favorites to come out of the NL? Yeah, facts. So then, so that's the All Star game tonight. The, the home run derby was last night. Um, Pete Alonso defends his crown Polar Bear He was hitting nukes last it night Absolute def- nukes
1: The stadium definitely favored right-handed hitters True. Just because that wall in left field was much taller than right field But I do want to say Going into it I had an upset in the first round that I predicted And it was Juan Soto Defeating Shohei Ohtani in the also, first
0: round Didn't you also have Joey Gallo winning? I out? had Joey Gallo
1: winning too I mean, <laughs> I, Joey Gallo Sorry. winning I missed, Sorry. I think, all the other first No, I picked Pete Alonso. But,
0: I think it's a little like the home run derby. Like, let's just be honest hitting a home run when you're trying to hit a home run is not easy, especially no. when you're like, you know, I know you're getting like softball tosses down the middle, but it's still not easy if you're literally trying to pull the ball. And that's the problem. That's what Otani was doing. Yeah. Like, like, and I think it's a little unfair because the media was like, it showed, it's show Hey Otani. It he still put on time. a show. The fact he that he did, came back in that, round. Like, that first
1: minute or two was. I thought he might... Horrendous. I thought he might like end with single-digit home runs. He was that bad. Like yeah, What, he had like two in the first yeah. two minutes what, or
0: something? Then, So Soto and... They had the uh, swing-off. Otani went to swing-off. That was and fun. And Otani... As soon as Soto hit three bombs, I was like, it's over, because Otani's just going to yank one. And he did.
1: So yeah, but I do? did see something, and I agree with it, is this format is a format where you do kind of have to rush. It used to be the format of 10 outs, so once you just hit... 10 balls that aren't home runs. I like that better. I like that better because you can actually admire the home run. You're not rushing. Like, I feel like we saw Soto hit like a 515-foot home run. But, but like, he's just rushing. He's rushing. We already even have to Trey, deal with the next next home run. Yeah,
0: even Trey Man- Mancini. 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 <laughs> Mancini. First off, shout out to him for Facts. coming back. Cancer survivor. Um, so, major respect to him. But, like, even like, – he went first. I think he was the very first guy he went at, over the, uh during the night. And he – I don't know, he would like hit and then he wouldn't even look at the ball, he just hit again before it even lands. And, and they like, say
1: the rule is you have to let the ball land, but like, no
0: one's um, gonna do no, that.
1: like you saw the ump in the background the like care. stopping. But yeah. Derby. You in the end you want to try to see people hit a bunch of home runs, but like I miss the days of like Josh Hamilton going off like mm-hmm. having nine outs and then hitting ten in a row to get to like twenty eight home runs. Like yeah, I, I kind of miss that format. I think we yeah, should think bring ten ten that back. Better.
0: I agree. I think we should bring that back. Um Yeah, I didn't even think about that last night. Also, like, that extra minute, is that just for hitting a 500 foot? Yeah, and again, like, 70? that was
1: always going to happen at Coors Field, in my opinion. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, it's still going to be a show. The home run derby is always fun, and it's never going to disappoint, just especially at Coors Field with bombs. But, like, yeah, the, I feel the, like the, the air, format was kind of
0: was yeah. a little off. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Pete, Pete Alonso takes it again. He beat Trey. In training. the final. So, we saw a lot final of upsets run. this
1: whole time. Yeah. We saw a six seed, a seven seed, an eight seed all went. And
0: they seeded it based on home runs.
1: So like you could say Soto's a better yeah, hitter like than Soto, uh, Matt movie, Olson, but. but Matt Olson just had the home runs. Yeah. I was really disappointed in Joey Gallo, though, because he just like he <laughs> yeah. hits towering home runs and it's kind of similar to Otani when they hit. just swung the bat and just swung smoothly and didn't think about hitting a home run. They hit a home run. But when they are trying to just hit bomb after bomb, obviously you're going to get tired and then your swing is just not crisp. Exactly. exactly. But I thought Olsen did good in the first round. Sal- okay, actually, the best first round, other than Alonzo, who like broke the record at 35. Salvador, Salvador Perez put up 28. That Dude, was the second Unfortunately,
0: it went against Alonzo. You just he just had, had the 35, worst the 35 worst to in draw. the first round. All those Mets fans out there are just so happy.
1: It'll be interesting, though, because like, Pete Alonzo is literally built for the home run derby. Like Every single swing, like he was hitting it deep. Like,
0: Honestly, you know what a good comparison to him is? He's kind of like the Zach Levine of the slam dunk contest. The Zach,
1: the Zach Levine. I can see that. Just like, Zach, just
0: like Zach Levine, I feel like if he competes if he competes in the dunk contest, he's probably going to win.
1: And that's why I asked like, how long is Pete Alonso going to keep competing. Is it going to be until he loses?
0: Well, you can tell how much fun he's having, so I yeah. don't think he's going to stop. And you won a million bucks for winning the home run derby. Yeah, and you just... It just the belt and the, the trophy, and oh, yeah. he was just bobbing the head. <laughs> it was funny, because
1: uh, that kid got hurt out there. Yeah. Uh, whatever, or not whatever, but it was like his knee or something. I don't know, but he was getting, like, limping off, and you got Pete P- P- Alonso at home plate just bopping his head to the music. <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, it was... Those classic those and those shout classic.
1: out shout out to the all the pitchers out there we saw some funny moments from pitchers we saw pete alonso get hit in the final <laughs> round got hit, i think once so Soto <laughs> Soto's, Soto's like dude just completely slipped out of his hand <laughs> and was like 20 feet off the plate yeah
0: and i think the the pitch the, the pitchers um they kind of had a good laugh about it too they weren't like super try hard and be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry but they were. Like, that it would be laughs. funny though if like it threw off the rhythm of, like, Alonso. I thought or it Sado. was, but Alonso literally took the timeout, got to the extra minute, and hit, like, six bombs to walk it off.
1: Yeah, like, the announcers the whole time were like, yeah, Trey Mancini got 22, but it's a foregone conclusion. Pete is going to win, but, like, Trey Mancini hit 22. And 22 a minute run. less, too, because it's a minute Man. less in the final round. So it would have been cool to see Mancini win, but, like, if you're MLB, I think it's kind of cool that you got a two-time winner because now that's going to create some storylines for yeah. next year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think... Even you saw the, the interview with with Tatis, she was like, "So you're gonna try to knock Pete off his perch if he wins mm-hmm. again?" And he was like, "Yeah, maybe we'll see. Like, yeah, definitely." And they were like, "Nice job, you got Tatis against Alonzo next year." So I don't know. I think it's good for the game. I like it. Um, I think the
1: home run derby is.
0: I think it's the best All Star event. I think of any, sport. of
1: any sport. I mean, yeah, like NFLs try to do their little Pro Bowl weekend, but the Pro Bowl in general is just it's just bad. kind of bad, just because it's. Everyone's worried about the Super Bowl. The year's over for everybody there. Yeah, you don't, you don't even, even let, like you put it in the middle of the year, but then like it's football.
0: And you're already extending this. So
1: season. yeah, basketball is always good. I think basketball has the best soul night. I think All Star Saturday night for basketball is the best night.
0: Is it? Just quick, quick question. Do you think it's fair to say that the three point contest has surpassed the slam dunk contest as the premier? At this event, point,
1: though? yeah, because. There's only so many slam dunks you can do. And I think the other They're thing running is... running out of ideas.
0: I think the other thing is, like, just the way the league has yeah. become on offense. Like, shooting has become the absolute, like, precedent. And be your insane. best
1: stars will go to the three-point contest. We see Curry in there. We see Thompson. We see Dame Booker. We there. see Dame. Joe but
0: Harris He's not a star, but... Then in
1: the dunk contest, you got Cassius Stanley.
0: Yeah, that's, that's was the other thing. Was, who was in the dunk, was dunk contest? Stan- I know Simon's won. Cassius Shout Stanley. out Blazers. Um... This is the point. I literally don't remember. I just remember Casher Stanley because he just like has some. Oh my gosh! Wow. Now I have to look this up. That's crazy. That's kind of the point, though. It's like the slam dunk. This is a little off topic, but the slam dunk contest is like Obi Toppin. Okay, yeah, Obi Toppin. I remember. I I, I didn't. I don't even remember what. I don't know the fourth guy was. There was just three. So you want to? There were three.
1: But this was also a bad year. True, but even just like that year when was, second.
0: I don't know. I think the three-point contest has surpassed the slam dunk contest. I don't know what the NBA can do to spice They need up to the bring All-Star back. Weekend. They need to
1: bring back the uh, shooting stars competition. That was, that was fun.
0: awesome. I I've seen a 1 on 1 competition for years, but I just don't think players are going to take that seriously. They
1: say that Adam Silver's trying to do a mid-season tournament. I'd be down and, for that. I mean, that's and they said the the reward the reward would either just be like cash prize or it was something it was something that had meaning though for the actual regular season a max slot
0: (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't know what it was but like but i don't know so it'd be weird It's interesting though because like the home like i think the home run derby is the most exciting and the best like event at an all-star weekend like i went to an mls all-star weekend and what do they even do there so they do um i went to the like there's a celebrity game and then there's like a futures game
1: that's similar to baseball. Yeah,
0: and then it was the all-star game. They had like a huge fan zone. They didn't really – you can't do like – Yeah, they used to have like MLB.
1: a goalkeeping competition or but, long you know, shot or something. Like MLS There's only will MLS. never have a chance MLS in, is not big in enough the United to do States. That.
0: But, yeah, I think the home run derby. And then in, in basketball, the the three-point contest, I think, just gets a bigger draw and has more excitement. Now, especially the past couple years, you've had like buzzer beaters. Like, last I think MLB hours.
1: is the best at putting on the best – Honestly, now that I think about it, I did say All-Star Saturday night is the best night, but the All-Star game is normally not that good. It's, except that one year where it was it was pretty awesome, but even this past year they did the same format wasn't as good.
0: No, again, it was a weird year because it was put together Dame, at the Dame last did second. Walk it off, so. Okay, there
1: were actually some awesome moments now that Dame I think about it, but like back and forth. The All-Star game in the MLB is always competitive, and again, it's because it mm-hmm. has a little bit of What's the like it has a reason you wanna win because Exactly you'll get home field for the World Series.
0: Yeah. Speaking speaking of basketball, Team USA lose to Australia in their second oh. exhibition game in a row. Shoot. And a lot of people, even though they don't on social media, even though they don't really know what they're talking about, like let's be honest. They don't really know what they're talking about. They just see the final score and they're like, This team sucks. Yeah, like I didn't watch any of the game. I, I, I'm not gonna act like I watched any part of the game. Because I did I did watch the end of the game. I did not Just... watch the game. Okay. The thing so I'm point not going to give you some crazy analysis on it. But at the same time, it's like, talent-wise, the USA, U.S. men's national team for basketball, is the best team in the world. And, you you know, is it shocking to lose Nigeria and Australia? Of course it is. But Australia and Nigeria do have NBA talent quality players I would say they are roster. on the
1: upper echelon of international teams now we are getting to the point where the NBA is getting more international true so you're gonna have like
0: Luka and Slovenia
1: Slovenia has never been good before but they're gonna be good now Yo- at least
0: Yo- Jokic isn't playing Serbia you know you know there's a bunch of good good solid and they
1: actually play together a lot they have chemistry and there's a difference FIBA basketball is so much different than the NBA like the thing about the, sure, the team rules. USA is we have all NBA players, people that are all used to the NBA. So you got a different ball and different rules. Like we saw people take the – like you can actually knock – if the ball's not in the basket and it's on the cylinder, you can take it off the cylinder. You can do that in FIBA. And a lot of NBA players have been looking for fouls, but they don't call yeah, any the fouls.
0: They're not going to call these ticky-tacky fouls in FIBA in an international competition because the NBA has become watered down to the point like, I where actually, you have stars – trying to get calls at other like it's like you know dame does it steph does it booker does it harden was the leader of it for a while but it's like unorthodox shoot like like shoot trey young is notorious at it it's just like why would you not just take the jumper give like i I don't know It's, it's it's annoying when you're on the other team like we're blazer fans when dame does it it's like yeah, we had free throws, but you know, in the grand scheme, in the it's, scheme like, it's bad for the game. It's bad for the game, and the refs don't help either. When you even these like ejections in the NBA are so soft, they're so soft.
1: Like I watched the uh, the FIBA game, the USA versus Australia game for the mm. last two minutes, and they went back and forth for two possessions, and in the NBA, all four possessions would have been four fouls, but there were no fouls called, and some of them actually were fouls. Like even for Australia, like Matisse Thybulle was driving to the basket, and he got absolutely hacked, and no call but that's just something they're gonna have to get used to but that is why we do scrimmages and we have one more tonight as we're recording this tuesday against argentina who notoriously beat us for the gold medal in 2004 Manu, and they still you want to know who they still have on their team
0: well can i guess
1: sure it's one of the nba players that he doesn't even play in the nba anymore Luis scola Luis scola he's 50 and he put up 25 in the last game i played
0: that's insane like that, I didn't know that. That's actually crazy. But that this point, at this point, piece.
1: at this point, this is an absolute must-win game for the team USA. You cannot no. go three losses going no, into the Olympics. You can't. And
0: the other thing is, Greg Popovich getting a little short in his press conference. I, don't know I if think. You saw it. I think but he uh,
1: kind of got upset. I don't know. Sure, I saw the reason he should be mad. He was like, "We don't always blow out these teams, but in reality, you at least always beat them." So I didn't think he needed to be that aggressive with the
0: um response.
1: Response to the yeah. question asked. I did see
0: an interesting question on social media by a basketball page that's really known for its bad takes, so take take this for what it's worth. But do you think if you substituted Russell Westbrook for Dane Saw that. or Russell Westbrook for Bradley Beale, it would be a better team. Now I or look for at Zach that, Levine.
1: I look at that and I'm like I see what they're trying to say. They're saying they need someone to facilitate. And that doesn't mean it has to to be Russell Westbrook. But their idea is smart. Like Dame, Dame doesn't have to go out there and be a scorer. But all these players on this team are used to being scorers. Tatum's a scorer, Beal's a scorer, Dame's a scorer, a scorer. Everyone I name unless except like Draymond Green is like, a scorer. if you're
0: going to make a team of NBA stars, if you're a star in the NBA, you're ball dominant. Like I'm yeah. sorry, but the US It's not, not even having to be team, ball dominant. Like I'm I kid you not. If the US Olympic team took the Suns team. I think the Suns yeah. would beat these teams. I
1: do think it's I really two, do. it's two things. It's one, it's too much isolation ball, and just yeah. I look at the statistics, and we have so many less assists than any other team, at least in two games, or compared to the teams we've played, and we have no chemistry, and that's yeah, why team chem's a big one. So that'll grow, and I do think once we get to. The Olympics, we will be just fine. Sure, we might play a couple of close games. Hell, we could lose a game in the pool play. But if that happens, that would actually be quite yeah. devastating. But I think one of these players, like, I really hope, like, Dame just was like, okay, I'll be the facilitator. I'll go out and average 12 assists a game. I don't have to be the scorer. Like, I think a lot of I these think guys, because it is their first, it it's their first time on the team, a lot of these guys. So they're trying to establish themselves with the team by scoring. And I I don't think that's the way you have to do it. I agree. Um, Does beg the question, and proves like, KD, can he lead a team, <laughs> compared to LeBron?
0: That's well, just, compa- that's if you're LeBron. comparing it to LeBron, the answer is no. Like everyone's saying, you LeBron cannot will lead never a team. Let, never let LeBron this will always be a better leader than K than KD.
1: I just like looked at that game and just just brick after brick. Like this ball just looks like it is not working for these guys.
0: It's like the physical ball. The physical ball. It's <laughs> funny. It also. But they're weird. NBA players. They so they should be able to adjust. I'm expecting a win tonight, um, and then they're off to Tokyo. I guess after this game,
1: they might have a couple more, but I okay. assume they're off Tokyo.
0: Let's transition a little bit. Let's go to the NBA Finals. Okay. So, we got. Giannis and the Bucks, who last night, two nights ago. Two nights ago. I, I had my days off there. Two nights ago, cut the deficit to 2-1 in the series. The Suns lead 2-1. Every home team has taken and protected home court. Game one and game two in Phoenix. Game three in Milwaukee. Game four in Milwaukee now. Um, I'm assuming, I haven't seen the betting lines, but I'm assuming Milwaukee's the favorite. It's Milwaukee by four. Milwaukee by four, which is kind of a lot in my opinion. But... Who do you see winning? I see Milwaukee let's, let's winning this game. Okay. Um, I just say I this think you said that last last podcast. I do think,
1: I actually think the home team is going to end up winning every single game of the series. I said Suns in seven after I saw Milwaukee winning this most recent game, but just the Milwaukee role players played so much better at home. Mm-hmm. And it's a classic case. Had Jay Crowder. Now there were a little, a couple anomalies. Like you're not going to see Booker make only three shots again, most likely. Um, but then again, you're not going to see Jay Crowder probably hit six threes again. So exactly. I it's agree. a give and take. I do think the Bucks are have gotten better every single game of the series, which is scary for the Suns because I do think the Suns probably played their best game in game one. Actually, probably game two, given the fact that they had a lot of guys go off. But there was something in this game That I saw, and the reason they were, the Bucks were able to have success is because DeAndre Ayton got into foul trouble the whole Mm. time, and with Dario Sarge tearing his ACL, there's no backup. Kaminsky is getting absolutely cooked anytime he's he's out there. Yeah. So the Bucks obviously had a game plan to go at Ayton, so that's I think the factor is how well Ayton will play.
0: Yeah, you're gonna. That actually was my point. Is I think the key um, player for each team, and it's not like a sleep or anything. I think it's Chris Middleton for the Bucks i think it's deandre ayton for the suns because chris paul is a veteran literally the definition of a pro he's going to get his no matter what he might not have the greatest shooting night but he's going to put his teammates in position to succeed succeed booker can impact the game in other ways you know he's didn't have a good game by his standards but ayton if he's cooking on the inside because the bucks like to play that five out on offense and let Giannis go at the rim and to be honest I think it's going to work. I think it works for them because you're literally putting pressure on Aiden in the restricted area every possession when Giannis drives. And like you said, I think their game plan was to get Aiton in foul trouble. And when Aiton sits, the suns go down, especially, like you said, because of Saric. So I think the Bucks just need to continue to attack with Giannis. But again, I say Chris Middleton because Chris Middleton is the go-to like if you need a basket. Because Giannis... Let's be honest. Giannis doesn't have any post moves. Giannis is... And you know it's, it's insanely
1: impressive that he's able to do this, but his game obviously is relying on his athleticism and strength. But I mean, props to him. I just don't know how you can hate Giannis at this point. Like, I watched his press I don't conference, know. and like, he's just the most genuine guy, and just wants the team to win the whole time. Someone compared him to a. Uh, they were like, you're the first player to, other than Michael Jordan, to have, like, oh no, they were like. Michael Jordan had four straight 40-point games against the Suns in the 1993 Finals. Do you think he can do that? And he's like, I'm not Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah. So, I mean... Humble guy.
1: I do think that... Super good. The Suns will shoot better and play better in Game 4.
0: But yeah, I, I don't, think Milwaukee will win this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be really close. It's going to we'll be have right, in that four, right in that four-point range. That's why that, that line is very interesting. Because the Suns... Have the Suns lost two in a row this whole playoffs?
1: No, they haven't. That's That was actually a... A yeah, key stat. I, think about I don't think they have. Yeah, they, they just went back and back and forth with the Lakers until winning two in a row to win the series, and then they swept. And then, Yeah, yeah they haven't
0: lost two in a row yet. I, I have a question for you regarding the Suns, and I, I don't want this to be like... The question I'm going to ask is not to diminish the Suns' success because I will rant about how people hate on teams for no reason, but do you think it's fair to say that the Suns' path to the finals was a little... Quote unquote easier than Mickey Mouse. maybe it should have been <laughs> Mickey Mouse
1: uh, yeah I mean obviously when you play every team you play has one of their top two players injured for a majority of the series or all the series obviously it's easier than what it should have been if this was a fully healthy championship run this would have been the most impressive championship run possibly of all time because you're beating LeBron, and then the a, MVP. you're beating the MVP then you're beating Kawhi and Paul George and then you're beating Chris Paul and Devin or you're beating Giannis but i don't think you just take that and say they shouldn't be here if they want it's invalid because no, the, no of course they part of the game you never but. say it's
0: invalid because that's just a part of the game like yeah like like you said like people need to one thing i can't stand here we go is people who and let's just be honest they they just want attention on social media because i don't know why they just want attention so they'll do these copy and paste comments where they're like lebron's mickey mouse path to a ring or on the, on the 12th day of Christmas, La Mickey game. <laughs> have you seen that I've seen that no. It's It's funny, but it's just like, y'all are just such haters. And it's like, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. Because it's like, what were the Suns supposed to do? Just say, hey, we're not going to yeah. play the series until Kawhi is healthy? Like, it's like, sorry. You literally look at every single it's team. And,
1: and like in the Final Four, like they, 5 am right, they played a team with injuries. Like the Hawks look at played. The- the Hawks played against the 76ers, and Embiid and wasn't fully healthy for the majority of that series, given the fact that he had a torn meniscus in his I mean, body. let's just... Yeah, the Hawks... The, the Bucks I think the Clippers are through, the only team that played fully healthy teams. The Bucks got through the, the Nets? Nets. because they Nets were had injuries. Definitely
0: injured. All so, injuries. it's just like... It's not something that... Yeah, the, the Clippers, on the other hand, like I
1: think. I need to talk about because it's just... It happened... It just happened to be a year where a lot of Stars got injured, so... You can't get, or
0: you can't punish the okay, Suns for you know, playing I the Clippers when they played the Jazz. Jazz weren't fully healthy. I think the Jazz were. I'm pretty sure Dimich missed game one. Dimich, Dimich,
1: no, oh Conley was hurt. That was it. Dimich missed. Like, missed the first series.
0: Oh, part of it. first series. But the point yeah, is facts. that every tournament, I mean every team, in the in the playoffs was going to play someone with injuries. And yes, the Suns were more fortunate than other teams because. They get to avoid possibly one of the best bigs in the league in AD. the MVP Yo, Yo Jokic. But again, the Suns beat the Nuggets and the Trailblazers didn't. The Trailblazers didn't beat the Nuggets. And at the- least the Suns swept the Nuggets. Yeah, the Suns swept the Nuggets. Like that's impressive. The Suns deserve to be where they are. Now hmm. Yeah, I think they deserve to be where they are. And like here's my follow-up question. If you look at this, this happens
1: every year. Like every single year, a favorite team or a team that is better than like the Raptors. Got to play against the Warriors. They won without, their championship
0: because like, of Durant. And but no Kevin one talks Dino. about
1: that because – or maybe they do. But, like,
0: I mean, it's it kind of like you choose, you pick
1: and choose when you want to bring up the injury topic yep, when it depends on either your team or a team you don't like or a player you don't it's like. So it's just
0: – who cares? My follow-up question to the first one I asked was if AD and LeBron and Lakers are fully healthy or the Suns getting out of the first round. No.
1: If they play at, That's it, the sad truth because I do think that if AD That's and LeBron were to the
0: West is the possible NBA champion could have bowed out in the first round.
1: Yeah, I think the Lakers would be.
0: But then, like would the Lakers, what be I in say the, the
1: Lakers would be in the championship
0: because if the Clippers if, were fully healthy, if, the
1: Clippers were clicking. The Clippers, so you think if everyone good. was fully
0: healthy, it's Clippers Nets.
1: If everyone was fully healthy, I think it's the the one that is most likely to make the finals is the Nets.
0: mean, to be honest. If we're basing it on the injury, I think excuse,
1: the, the Blazers could be there if the, if it wasn't for injuries. Yeah,
0: well, maybe if not. It, if it wasn't for injuries, they have to. Jamal Murray would have been there. But we would have
1: never. If injuries never okay. happened ever in the NBA, then Greg yeah, would still be on the. I think
0: you have to give the Bucks their props in the end because they were probably the only team that got their star player hurt and still won a series. The Suns have been gifted with great health. I'm sorry. Actually,
1: Well, no. Okay, the Suns have had... I'm they so- haven't had any I'm catastrophic injuries, yeah, but they've sorry, had a but bunch if, of knick injuries. Yeah, but if
0: Dario Saric is your biggest injury but they, no, okay, this year, that's fantastic. But they
1: won two games in the Western Conference, or they played two games in the Western Conference Finals without, without, Chris, without Paul. Chris Paul. That's fine. Chris Paul had uh, the shoulder injury in Clippers. the first series.
0: The Clippers were... No,
1: no, no. I, I'm just saying that the Suns have endured their... They're part yes, I of think the Clippers. The, I
0: mean, did the Suns play game 1 and 2 without Chris Paul? Yeah. And protected home court? No, it was 1-1. One one. So, yeah. So, they lost one on their home court, and then Chris Paul came back. I think, yeah. I think... No, they they went up 2-0. Because it was the 8 in the lob. That's right. Did so, they, they, they did one? protect home court. Yeah. They won't protect. They went home up court. 2-0. So, in my opinion, I think the Bucks had the worst injury happen to them, which was honest. Now, they did get fortunate with the diagnosis... But and, I think, okay, I but, think the the, most, but they can I they me? were also playing against the team that had, was missing their star player. Okay, yeah, but I still think the most impressive win was going into Atlanta, Game Six. Yeah, that
1: that uh, was very impressive. And finishing
0: the job, I think was the most impressive one of the postseason because you were without Giannis. Yes, Hawks without. What Trio. would be the
1: most like? Yeah, that's. But like, if we were to say top three most impressive wins of the postseason, what would those be?
0: I think it would be right, just right off the top of my head. Bucks win Game Six in Atlanta. I think Bucks winning game I seven think, in Brooklyn.
1: I think maybe the Nets beating the Bucks in game five, though, when KD was by himself. That was pretty impressive. Sure. That was up there. Okay, actually, I have a list for you right here. I forgot I had this on my phone. This is going to be the top ten games of top ten individual performances. Of the playoffs? The playoffs. And then I also have regular season if you want to hear it, too. Let's we'll go playoffs. Just playoffs. All right. So do you want to just me to read them out? um or do you want to just guess some players and i'll tell you if they're on the list yeah i'll, I'll guess try some to guess some players and this Let's is just individual Kawhi. performances Kawhi's going
0: to be on there from round one
1: Kawhi actually is not on wow. here wow he was averaging like 40 something but the top comment is stop hating on Kawhi. okay on this specific um, post involving it should i just start and with, this is according to start, espn start with one of the best Let's ones start with obvious dame game five that or? is the number one dame is 55 points assists, 6 threes. rebounds 12 threes that's the record for
0: playoff, yeah, but that
1: is number 1 on individual best playoff games this um, season.
0: Is Chris Paul on there.
1: Chris Paul's not on here. There's only one player on here that has two games. Wow. And well, Kate,
0: Okay,
1: okay, yeah. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant is number 2. His 49, 17, 10. That's an impressive stat Game five? 3 steals, Game 5 against Milwaukee.
0: Okay. Um
1: Giannis. Giannis does not have one up here.
0: Uh, wait, when okay, first off when when was this
1: this was made, I think, right before the finals, so this does okay, not so take into account the Okay, this
0: is not like insane finals. Yeah, I'll games. probably take
1: one of his finals. Actually, maybe his finals might not be on here. Okay, is Luca on there? Luca's f- game. I think this was game seven, even though they did lose. Because his... yeah. seven and five threes. Insane.
0: D is is Mitch on there?
1: Mitch is not on here. D-Mitch? You haven't said the one that has two two names yet. Really? Yeah.
0: It has two names on it. Um, Seeing the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference?
1: Uh, I'll just say is Jokic okay. on there at all Jokic for what he did to, here?
0: For what he did to the Blazers annihilate us with like thirty eight and fifteen? No, Jokic. Like we have the third
1: best is a guy that went out in the first round. Yeah. Then we got two guys that made so uh, at least one at least a series is booker on there at all booker has two on there okay so booker's number like four two. against the lakers this was his game seven he had 40 or game six to close it out 47 I that's 11 three game. assists Ryan. in one block and then right. his other one is against the clippers i'm not sure which game this is but he had 40 points 13 rebounds 11 assists so triple double 40 okay. point triple double that was number seven
0: so i've gotten one so point. you're missing
1: number three number six and number eight
0: three, number six, and number eight. And a couple of these guys bowed out in the first round? One guy bowed out in the first round. One guy bowed out in the first round. Um, Okay, so obviously it's no one on the Blazers because the team is Damian Lillard. Um, Give me... Does Embiid have one? Embiid does not have one. Okay. All these... Wow, there's so many good players in the league, I just realized. Because the guys I named, like... I have dropped at least one 40 point game. I guess I need like the secondary stats. Want me to give you their stat line? Steph on there? You didn't even make the playoffs. Steph did not make they the playoffs. They don't come the playing games. All right, never mind. You know how the ESPN loves them some stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, just tell them to me. I'm not going to get the guy that bowed out in the first round. All right, number three is Jason Tatum's. Tatum. Tatum. Okay, he had 50 points, seven assists, oh, six yeah, it's rebounds,
1: and, and the one win. He's 50-burger. Sixth is Paul George against Phoenix. He had 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, three steals. Okay. And then Trey Young's game one against Milwaukee is number eight,
0: 48 points, 11 assists, seven rebounds. Yeah, 48 points, if that was a beast. But those opponents. are the... Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Interesting. Um, okay, let's. You wanna
1: you wanna transition to our little segment we wanna do, our best bets for the week, or do you wanna save that for the end?
0: We can since you brought it up, I just do it now. I, w- I did wanna talk about the open a little bit, but
1: let's go ahead and talk about that first. Okay, we'll talk. Just about know that
0: open. stay f- stay in the video if you wanna see some. Sports so the conference. opens this week at Royal Saint George's, um, in Europe. This is the Open Championship, third major of the year. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, they. Masters
1: was yes, Who won the, Masters. Yeah, who won the Masters this year? That's <laughs> hard to remember. It, well, I think of well, DJs. They've had
0: it, they've had eight, seven at least seven in the past calendar year because of COVID.
1: We know John Rahm. was
0: Matsuyama who won the Masters by, by the way. The, yeah, how could I forget about that? Because Shoffley went water on sixteen. Shoffley <laughs> went water on sixteen. Um.
1: Yeah. So, do you have any idea who you think is gonna? Just okay, so the
0: odd favorites, John Rahm is up there. Yeah, Crush off of his, major. His major one. Um Jordan Spieth is on there. He's kind of been lurking in all the majors, uh, in terms of like favorites before the mm-hmm. tournament. Play, he's, play he's ball, performed in played both the Masters, didn't really he wasn't fantastic at the US Open. Yeah. But um and then Bryson, just see you can put a crap on the ball. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. To Coming say off that. the match one. Yeah. Um. Even Brooksy's up there. Um. Not surprised. Yeah, kind of the long hitters. I mean, that's how the open is. The open is more length style, so it's gonna be like longer grass. Um, I do always I
1: love the open. I used to not watch it as much, just given the fact that majority of the time it was. Like early July so I was out of town a lot so mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch it but I will be tuned into this one this time for sure
0: um, One thing I do want to talk about is what are your thoughts on the entire Bryson and Brooks uh, feud? I think it's really good for golf because at least it brings a little bit of like because
1: a lot of people just like drama so it at least brings a little bit of drama into the uh, the sport. I don't really side with a specific person. I just Like how both of them just go at each other a lot. So I think it's just, it's really good for the
0: sport. I think it's fun. It's funny. But at the same time, they take it super seriously. Um, Yeah. I also would agree with you in terms of like how good it is for the sport. I think it just brings it like publicity that is good. Uh, Bryson and Brooks are kind of like, it's kind of funny sometimes. It just looks like two brothers fighting because they're kind of similar. In the way that they're both like very insecure about their like, oh, like their their biceps, yeah, that's kind of where it originated from.
1: Bryson saying, Well, he doesn't have abs, exactly.
0: That was that, and it was Brooks talking about Bryson's or slow play. Oh, no, he said, (laughs) No, yeah, so it's honestly to me, it was the best, it was pretty solid comeback. Bryson was like, Brooks doesn't have a six pack, and Brooks responded on twitter and was like you're right i have a four pack i just need two more and it was his four major championship trophies which is pretty solid because he's got bryson beat in that department uh personally i'm not the biggest bryson fan he can hit the ball really hard and he's really really good uh he just i don't know i tend to side with brooks i don't know why um
1: i actually probably i i, I like both of them i there's no golfers out there that i really dislike really, mm-hmm. other than maybe like patrick reed but that's because what he's done off the off the course Cheating. But I do sometimes side with Bryson because Brooks just seems kind of just maybe a little bit a pe- little bit petty about it because but then Bryson's petty too. So yeah, I can't really say I think that.
0: at this point like it's fine but I just want it to become too petty due to the fact where it just gets annoying. It's, it kind of gets a little annoying. They're both going to be on the Ryder Cup team together, which is funny. I saw brooks talking about he's like yeah we're gonna be teammates but oh, the olympic teams, teams came out for golf too yeah he's like oh we're gonna be teammates were. but it doesn't matter because like you know we're on a team but we don't really have to talk to each other we're not gonna be paired so it doesn't matter we'll just do our job which is kind of interesting
1: yeah but interesting it is kind of it's tough because this is the last like big tournament of the year i think my really rooting
0: my rooting favorite for the open is going to be jordan spieth yeah, i like to um, see spieth do i'm, I'm a big spieth fan i want him Justin to Thomas, i like him too m- kind of rack up some majors i think to be honest i think speed's got one or two more in his career
1: yeah you would have thought back in 2017 when he was going on a 2015 three. and
0: then like he had three by 2017 he had two three in two years two calendar years yeah, he's, he's got a master's he's got he's got everything except PGA. he's got one of each except the pga so he's gonna he's gonna go for a second open championship this week this weekend um hopefully he can, he can get it done my favorite i don't really have a favorite but i would john yeah, ron i think is going to continue to play to hot
1: well. i want to see like rory do well he's kind of struggled True. recently yeah, i would like to see him do through, well at his he's home. going through a swing change
0: that's what it is i didn't even know that it, it's not like a swing change but like the thing about golf is like any new little like wrinkle in your swing is just it's a chain reaction so you have to kind of not you don't have to start over but like one small move and your downswing or your backswing is just going to like throw off the whole time and you kind of have to like really practice it. So it's kind of like a base. I don't know. It's like a like Tom Brady changing a tiny thing in his mechanics for football. You know, it's going to take a while for him to start throwing lasers that are accurate again. So, but I would like to see Roy do well as well. well. Um, Last thing we're going to talk about today. Let's do our, so we got a little segment we're going to do it um, after at the end of every episode. So, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are the episodes. Wednesday, which is today, um, the day the video is coming out, we are going to give you our best betting bets. um, Our best, yeah, basically our best best picks. Best bets, best best picks, best locks for the week, for the sports betting week. So, on Wednesday, we're going to give you Wednesday through Friday. Yeah, Wednesday through Friday, um, kind of those picks. Then on Friday, we're going to give you the best betting bets for the weekend. That tends to be um, where a lot of sports happen on Saturdays and Sundays on the weekend. And then Monday, that episode will be designated to review our picks for the week and see how trash we were or how good we are. See if we made any, any moolah. See if we made any money. See if we um, you know, have a sustainable winning percentage. Um, so do you, wanna so you want to yeah, yeah, you go first? Yeah, I'll
1: start. You got two? Uh, I do have two. Okay. I'll just give you one right now. I was I you wanted to do win? something on the finals. Yeah, but actually both of mine are on the finals. Both of yours. One's on the finals and one is a baseball one. Okay. But I've got Bucks minus four okay. versus the Suns. I do think that they are gonna win and I just don't see it like sure it's gonna be a close game. But I didn't want to go money line because it's not mm-hmm. not the best value with the odds. Right. So I went Bucks minus four. I think they can win by at least four. I was thinking of going over on the over under. Because it is 220, and I do think the Bucks are the more inconsistent team, and they'll be looking better at home most likely to get more points. But I'm, I settled with Bucks minus four for one of my picks for best bets of the week. Okay, so we're a little we're a little light on the sports. Given yeah, the especially MLB. this week. Yeah,
0: right MLB's now these were majority of the picks will probably come probably the for the weekend. You'll probably see an open pick or something like that. Mm-hmm. But right now it's basically just the finals and a couple baseball games on Friday. Yeah, so, and I. Usually, like, a lot of these stars I stars usually know. I usually steer clear of betting on all-star games because you really don't know who's going to actually try. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm just going to do my both of mine. So you do, you, you yeah. did your first one, I'm going to do two, and then you do yours like a snake. It's like a snake, snake draft. Um snake draft. So my two are both play, player props in the game four of the finals. So my first one is Chris Middleton over five and a half assists. And I went with this because, <sighs> He did well in game three scoring the ball, but I think the way Giannis is scoring the ball, I think Chris Middleton's going to look to kind of be a facilitator. Even Drew Holiday's being more aggressive shooting the ball. Um, Chris Middleton can get his whenever he wants, but I also think he is going to be probably one of the main cis man alongside Drew Holiday. and I think, like you said, the Bucks' offense at home I think is going to uh, give Milwaukee a lot of chances to score, obviously. Uh, Suns will probably make some adjustments, but I think part of that is going to try to lock down Middleton as a scorer as well. So I could see Chris Middleton going at least six assists. Especially if
1: it's a close game. I could see him getting that just because he will have the ball in his hands more if yep. it's close down the stretch.
0: And my second player prop, and this is kind of a risky one, but I'm going to do it. It's Giannis under 34.5 points. I'm going under because, yes, Giannis is insane, but scoring 35 points every every finals game so far, I think he's due for one. He's due for a little regression. I think he ends up in the high 20s or low 30s. Like, it's, going to be, it's going to be close. But just to be like, yeah, Giannis, 35 points. Yeah, that's it. risky. And, and part of it is he shot, I saw all stat he shot. I don't know the exact number, but an absurd amount of free throws the past two games. And yes, yeah. he doesn't convert in a lot of them. He but converted still, his like, free
1: throws in game three, though. Yeah, Impressive so that's like him. at least if he, if 15 he, if points. If he shoots his normal like 60, 65% compared to his 80%, he put put the other night. If he hit only half his free throws, he wouldn't have gotten the, the 35 last Yeah, time, I could so. really
0: see Giannis kind of having a... Quieter games, not scoring, terrible. but like rebounding. And, and they'll really want to make adjustments against them. Yeah. So, so I the can, more I think about it, it's not a terrible pick. So play. yeah, you're on under 34.5 points. What is your second one? My
1: second one is baseball. I went Friday Night Baseball. I steered away from games that are not really knowing the starters of the games yet. So I went with a game where both starters are confirmed, and it's Giants versus Cardinals. And I'm taking the Giants yep. to win on the road at Busch Stadium. They're going to have Kevin Gossman pitching. That's the race. Right who way. is a top three Cy Young, maybe top five maybe top three Cy Young candidate right now with like an under two ERA. You'll be going against Adam Wainwright, who while he's still very solid, he's not what he once was. I think the Giants and this is on money court. line. This is moneyline because the money line is actually not that bad. I don't know the exact one, but you would think the Giants would be higher. But since it's on the road and coming right off the all star break, yeah. they don't really tend to go with the it's blowout little, you know, odds. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, like do, that I one I'm confident in Gossman.
0: Yeah, Gosman has been an absurd. It's an absurd season, not yeah. quite Degrom level. What the top three in the Cy Young right now for the major leagues, you, you In the NL is DeGrom, Degrom, Gosman,
1: and I think you would say maybe Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler from, uh,
0: from the Philly. Phillies. Yeah, I'm not really sure who else is up there. And in and the, the AL, AL is could, Garrett Cole. I can't say Otani. Um, Garrett Cole just pitched an absolute gem. Yeah, he just pitched, no. like, 135-pitch I mean, complete game shutout against the Astros. Pull up,
1: pull up a little statistics. Who's up there in, like, ERA? What about the I'm White like... Sox guy? Oh, right. Uh, um, not Lance Lynn. Carlos Rodon. Yes. He is definitely up there. I mean, Lance Lynn is under two ERA. But, oh, could be, like, Corbin Burns. Yeah. So There's whenever, a lot of good pitchers in this league. So whenever
0: you have a um, Cy Young candidate, even if he's, like, top five, top ten on the mound, you tend to go with him. Gausman on the road, Giants on the road against the Cardinals. I like that pick. Um, I do want to say one any, thing. Yeah. Anything um, else you want to go? say? Just a
1: betting statistic I saw, or a betting like okay. two things actually. Things now that I think about it. about it, so a better put down a bet that Degrom and Otani would both win MVP, and it was the and this was at the beginning of the year. Odds mm-hmm. were so so low, or yeah, high. the odds, odds were,
0: the, the 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 payout, payout was, was very good. The odds um, were extremely so low for it to like happen. You, it
1: was like thousands and thousands of odds. So I think he's put down like 50, and he could have went up to like 500K yeah, 500K or something like that. So that yeah, was I mean, pretty You're, insane you're, you're, you're picking I mean, yeah, two players from the prediction. league. I
0: mean, you have some things to go I mean, off Otani of. Otani is so
1: – like Otani hadn't proven that. But Otani has built-in
0: value to him because he's 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 a two-way. Yeah, and So he's like, automatically going to be perceived as the, better. Uh, the
1: other bet I saw, and this is just – this hurts as a better. Better put down Italy oh, I saw to those. win. To win the tournament. The key word is he didn't get specific on the tournament. He didn't know what tournament he was betting on. So he put down Italy to win the tournament. He accidentally put it down for the 2022 yep. World, Cup World Cup instead of the 2021 20, 2020 Euros. So he's now, gonna, have to, gonna at least wait an another insane
0: year. Payout. The odds were like insane, but still, I mean, that's like thousands of dollars you just I mean, yeah. because of a quick slip up. So, so we'll he's to gonna really guitar. be rooting for Italy. Maybe they have he's a chance. Happy that they have, they have some a momentum. Um, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast. Um, make sure to follow us on YouTube. Um, Look out for other videos that aren't just specific
1: to just for podcasts. sure. For sure, we want to post more than just three times a week, but we aren't gonna do a full podcast because sometimes, sometimes there's just not podcast, podcast. material-worthy things yeah. to talk about. So we might yeah. see like tier list on this ranking-style videos. So just look out for that in the future. Is there any other type of videos that
0: we want to tell them about right now, or is those like? I think they can figure it out. They'll look figure it out. It Watch if it. You
1: subscribe. Turn that bell on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Turn the bell on. Uh, yeah, make sure y'all subscribe to the channel. Make sure you continue to listen to the pod. It means a lot. Um, hopefully, we'll be back here Friday. Yep. Back here Friday for the third episode. of Might the Might come lot. out Saturday. Might we'll come out be Saturday. Friday. Actually, no. Friday will be good. Yeah. Uh, I think. About um. Maybe the box will be all squared with the Suns when the time next are. podcast comes out. Um, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.